Let's do this. Eeny, meeny. I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty in a smile. I'm always trying to shove it at the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're joking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Yeah, boys, drink the dough. I don't know why it sounds like Bane. Let's look on that. Look it, I'll just let it be awkward. This is PJ Souls, and you are totally listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. Keep listening, or you know who might come after you. Speaking of you know who, he got he got a big announcement this past weekend. Did you see that? Oh, the Boogeyman. Halloween got a sequel. In fact, he got two sequels. Uh, no, I'm I'm. Oh, They're filming. He was back off the back. grid. Yeah, Halloween trilogy release dates confirmed. Michael Myers returns in sequels, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. It's being filmed back to back. So let's see. The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode isn't over. And they said, uh, let's see. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said on Twitter, I'm just warming up, uh, confirming her, her return for the sequels. She wrote Happy Halloween 2020 and 2021. So they're going to have, let's see. Yeah, they're filming. Every, and the whole team's back. The same director, same writers, everybody. Oh. Not to be confused with the previous remake of Halloween 1 and 2, right? The Rob Zombie ones. <laughs> we right. are we are officially three versions of Halloween franchises. Yeah, that's where we're at. But, but I think that's where, in general, Hollywood is going anyways. Yeah, so I mean, we've, we've we're just seen not getting it. any new ideas. We're just rehashing. So, the, and instead of calling it a remake, we call it a reboot, right? Uh, yeah, call it whatever the fuck you want. I call it cash. I fall. I call it. It makes money, right? You know. Well, right. Well, you're saying that's what I'm saying. You like the thing, right? They, 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 they. That's a remake of a remake of a remake. Yeah, right. correct. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's like it's like Scarface. You know, it's like we're gonna remake Scarface, right? Well, Scarface was a remake. But when the remake is more popular and better known than the original, I kind of don't count it like that. You know what I mean? But then but also, the- too, right, when you create something new, it's like, okay, this is for a new audience, right? They might look at the other one and go, that shit's old. I don't want to see that. This one here looks cool. This one looks new, right? So I think the people that enjoyed the new Child's Play remake were people that were watching this new for the first time. This is their, like, Chucky, right? Not even maybe they might have known there's another Chucky, but they're like, well, this one's this one's new. They have no nostalgia for it. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, banking on just seeing that title, you know, using the font, get that name recognition, and then go move for further from there with their own. um, But it's barely any like creativity in going into the into this new one, right? Into any of these new ones, we'll have the title, we'll change a little things here and there, and then we'll go, and people will come out and see it. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine how original the, these sort of versions are. Right. You know, I mean, I, mean, I didn't see it. the first I mean, one. You saw it. You saw it. And you liked it. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, look what Disney's doing, right? Well, exactly my point. And what I was going <laughs> to talk about is so Disney, and didn't one of you see it or somebody? 
No, you, Tony, you didn't see Lion King. Did, Fonzo, did you take? Oh no, you took your kids to see uh, Toy Story Four. Yeah. Um, I think it was your read was the one I wanted to go. Yeah, see. yeah, yeah. The, so, so here's and it, it kind of created an interesting topic, and and we brought it up sl- ever so slightly, but so Disney's on this live action kick, right? Mm-hmm. Except for there's nothing live action about the Lion King. <laughs> it's it's just another animated film. So it's 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 literally a reboot or a uh you know a redo or call it whatever the fuck you want but it's lit- it's the same production company it's just uh, and then from what i read i read a, a um a review on it and it was like beat for beat like shot for shot the original yeah now think I about mean, this. You you work for Disney, right? And you're thinking, hey, we can just remake Lion King exactly the same. And what? And guess what? People are going to go see it. We're going to make a shit ton of money. And I'm if you work for Disney, ball, right? Right now, yeah. you're, gonna, you're not you're not going to care, right? No, of course yeah. not. The Lion King, 185 million dollars is been so far. Fucking huge record, right? That's huge. <laughs> and it's funny. I try to get my kids to watch the animated one. They don't want to have. It. They want to no, watch that it's one. Too old. It's 1994. Yeah. See, and that's the thing, right? Same name, looks different. A new, the new generation, new kids want to see it. So, you know, and the adults go see it because of the nostalgia of the old one. And you got these new kids. This is their liking. This is what they're going to grow up with. Does uh, Sony Columbia are they owned by Disney? I don't. I mean, if not, they probably uh, will be soon. No right? shit. I'll pull it up. Columbia Picture Industries, commonly known as Columbia Pictures or simply Columbia, is an American film studio production company that is a member of the Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group, a division of Sony Entertainment, Sony Pictures subsidiary. That's on them. Yeah. So, no, they oh. are not in any way, shape, or form owned by Disney. They're holding off. So, well, it's interesting because I was, I was looking at the box office, right? Yeah. So, Disney is number one and number three, Toy Story 4 and The Lion King. Spider-Man, which this is far from home, but I thought that was kind of an MCU thing. Is that your extra, Tony? Oh, yeah. I did watch that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do have an extra, too. Now that I think about it, oh, yeah, we had a, that conversation we had. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long, that's why. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, there they got Aladdin in number seven. I mean, they literally have two remakes in the top ten at the same time. I mean, that's just batshit. I mean, that's it, do they? You know, have your kids work for Disney. Damn, Damn shit. Buy that stock. Buy that. Yeah, so in conclusion, Halloween yeah. Kills comes out on October 16, 2020, and Halloween Ancient comes out October 15, 2021. <laughs> It'd be interesting because they'll film back to they'll have everything filmed out, you know, so... They can just release this one one year and then the other. So for so in those two years, we'll have a Halloween movie. Or in yeah, 2020 and then 2020. Yeah. Like it should be. So, Tony, speaking of Disney, that big conglomerate and all that money making. Yeah. Um, I got tired of people spoiling uh, Spider-Man. So ah. I said, I got to go watch it. Motherfuckers got to watch it. That's right. Yeah, I uh, went to the early, early, early showing. Ended up only paying like twenty bucks to watch it. Was took 
to Kalani and it was only 20 bucks. She gets it for right, yeah. free though, right? Because she's a kid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Had, had, they ran out of booster seats though. So <laughs> she had to sit on my lap. Um, there was a bunch of people. There was a lot of people at that showing. So that, yeah, that first show in seven ninety five. That's why. Yeah. You know how I know that? Because I went to the first showing of my movie <laughs> in the same theater that Tony was at, and we had no idea we were there together. Yeah, that's oh, really funny. Funny story. <laughs> I think there's an app that will like alert you if you're near from friends or something. What? Yeah, I remember reading about, it, or someone was working on it. Stalker. Tony's working on it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, so Spider-Man Far From Home, um, the thing that I, uh, told Fonzo that day was that Reed didn't, he didn't spoil it. Bullshit. Don't, don't let him off that easy. <laughs> he, 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 he did. Totally ruined it. He, he like muddied the water, but it wasn't enough to ruin it. He said too much. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's one of those, it's right, one of those areas artist. where you don't. <laughs> Yeah, like you don't want to say anything. You know, we we do it all the time. We're reviewing movies and we're like, "Fuck, we don't. I don't want to talk about things because." Yeah, but that motherfucker said spoiler and then said it. <laughs> he, right. He he gave us no chance to cover our ears or <laughs> anything. He just yeah, had spoiler. Like, the pod, these spoiler? are the podcasters who plug their ears during trailers of movies because yeah, they don't yeah. want to be spoiled in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> in the theater exactly. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was the 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 twists and turns. The plot was was fun. Um, the the graphics are cool. You know, it's it's fucking Marvel. You know, it's like that's that's where you go for it for the eye candy, for the superhero eye candy, and you got it. You know, it it delivers on that. Um, it had some fun moments. There was now one of the things that I I commented on, um, or that I wanted to comment on is how the movie kind of like the first half of it feels almost it's cringy the comedy feels very like like forced almost like kiddish cartoonish humor like yeah of course that's gonna happen that's like like exaggerated humor um in 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 like kids shows like saturday morning cartoon type feel to it i there was something just bugging me about it um it just felt contrived and like you can kind of see the joke coming from a mile away type thing but then halfway through it changed pace and it matched with a character arc and i was like oh maybe this was a stylistic thing that kind of fits with the character arc and at that point i'm like you know what i'll let it slide because at the end of the movie i i enjoyed the way they delivered the second half of the movie, the 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 humor was more mature. It was more, it was wittier, and, and I'm like, this has got to be on purpose. So, it gets my dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. He said wittier, yo. <laughs> he did. Oh, well, it it yeah. felt funny to say wittier. I don't know if that's a word, Tony. Probably not. I'm and the trailer they show all this like water splashing up. Is it is Hydro Man in it? Or is that a spoiler? <laughs> right. Now, so can I ask? Um, is there any connection? To, maybe this is spoiler territory. You I positively mean, you, have to see Endgame before you see this. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. this has got to be. Yes. MCU, there's right. There's a lot of references references to spoiler alert. The snap. 
is what they're Thank calling you. the gap. Yeah, that's how you do a spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, and so you definitely you have to at least know what the fuck happened with Endgame and between Endgame and Infinity War, that whole mm-hmm. story. If well, you don't, the, in, in you're the gonna theater, be scratching have, your yeah. head on <laughs> why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the theater, remember there was a, that the clip where Tom Holland talked right before he's like, "Hey, if you haven't seen Endgame, you know, oh, don't really? watch, don't watch this movie, don't watch this trailer." Oh, uh, we'll yeah. Well, I never watched the trailer, so right. Okay, so in the very beginning of the trailer, they they show us major spoiler. You're like, "Oh shit, damn!" Like that, right off the bat. Okay, that's cool. They gave enough, you know, notice to people, I guess, to say, "Hey, you know." Um, this is this is happening. This is where where we're at in this phase right. in the Marvel and MCU. So, uh, yeah, you yeah. know. And by like, and, and by going, how much money it's made? I'm pretty sure the whole world's seen it, maybe more than once or three right. times. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't have any desire to watch it again, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed walking oh, out. In, of it. in game? Uh, no, sorry, no, Spider Man. No, still on my review. Yeah. You like Spider uh, Into the Spider Verse more than this one? Yes, I knew it. I fucking knew it. At one point, Lenny's like, "Where's Miles?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, a funny story. Uh, there were so many Miles Morales at Comic Con. Yes. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Spider Gwens. Um, uh, a lot of casual Spidey uh-huh. sweatpants and the shirt. You know, yes. Two different color, two awesome. different shoes. Two different color shoes. I'm like, oh, I'm like so easy costume, but I love yeah. it. But I love it. Uh, but my favorite was when I went up to Miles. I go, "Hey, Miles!" He looks at me. He kind of. Hey. Yeah, he was a real tall Miles. No, I didn't do that <laughs> one. I thought about it. I thought about it. Um, I went. Uh, your shoes untied, and he goes, "Oh yeah." He didn't say it's a choice. It's a choice. He said. He said, "Oh, I know." Or he said something else. Which hey, I'm like, I caught him off. off I guard. did. I did. Yeah, because he's like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. I mean, I did call him Miles, and he responded. I go, "Hey, your shoes untied," and he and he stopped. He looked. He goes, "Oh shit!" Then he probably thought like, "Really?" And he goes, "Oh no, no, wait." He goes, oh yeah, it's, it's in character. Like, yeah, he said he he said in character and said it. So I'm like, cool, he got it. I'm like, yeah. yes, I was awesome. happy. But the hey, well, that that would have been great. That would have been, <laughs> been funny. Uh, but yeah, got the. Uh, it was just cool to see, you know, Spider Verse being represented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that would have been that would have that would have made me geek out for, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Well, that's funny. Well, while you were there seeing that movie, yeah, what were you doing? I was in the. In the rainy waters of uh, Florida, and getting caught in a hurricane, Category Five. A young woman, while attempting to save her father during a Category Five hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against alligators. On the trail, they show one alligator, there's more fucking more alligators. And I don't know if there were there basements in Florida, but this house had it. So, hmm. uh, they, yeah, Florida's in the South. They have a lot of basements in the South. All right. So it it just it made me very nervous to go underneath a uh, basement, you know, or like <laughs> my equivalent here would be underneath mobile homes, you know. So, what's the movie? The movie's called Crawl. Crawl, okay. Yeah, by Alexandra Aja, who's done other, who's done horror movies, remakes of uh, Hills Have Eyes and the Piranha remake. Um, so at first he was just doing that. So this might have been like his. I don't know if it's first time, but he's you know, got an original story. Uh, written by Michael Rasmussen and Sean Rasmussen. I'm guessing the brothers. Stars Kaya Scodelario. I never heard of her, but I saw Barry Pepper and I was like, yeah. Oh boy, Barry Pepper's in the house. I'm I'm cool. God, I'm he's, talk about Back from the Dead. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he, I miss me some pepper. We've talked about that before. I'm like, saying bro, that's we what I'm need saying. more I, pepper, right? I didn't, I didn't know he was in this. I seen him. I was like, I was like, yo, Barry Pepper's in the house. I was like, shit. Okay, before I get into the review of the movie, I just got to explain what happened beforehand. So, when I chose my seats, I thought it was gonna be a crowded house. I'm like, oh, damn, shit. anybody wants to go see Crawl? I'm like, fine. I, I, I read the colors wrong. You know, that the all the orange were the seats that were open. I thought those were all filled. <laughs> And the grays were the ones that were chosen. So I chose, I somehow I got in the middle. So I'm like, cool. So I'm sitting in my seat. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, there's a couple in front of me. And then behind me is, is a group of four. A mom, uh, a, like a tween, a younger kid, and then the youngest kid. And I'm like, this is a, this is a fucking rated R movie <laughs> directed by Alexander Aja. I'm like, I, I'm like are, are they... In the wrong theater? Are they looking for Toy Story 4 or something else? Because <laughs> no, this, this ain't Charlie's Angels. You know? My dad, he took me to all that crazy shit when I was 10 years old. I, you know, I get it. You know, uh, Mexican families, man. We've talked about this in the past. I've seen mm-hmm. me name them to see a Saw movie, and there they fucking are. Like, you know, it's in our DNA, I guess, to like horror movies. I don't know. So, uh, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, you know. And then uh, they're talking to the trailers. I'm like, trailers, no big deal. Whatever, right? Kid says funny something like uh, to the fact the uh, Told you they play a lot of commercials before the movie, and I'm like, yeah, kid, I can agree with you with that one. I'll give you that one, um, but just shut the fuck up from here on out. <laughs> so then they're talking, and they're talking some more, and I'm just like, oh no, they see there's some rated R trailers that are happening, and I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, lady, this is a rated R movie. You gonna fucking do Let's something? What are you expecting? Yeah, a big old red, you know, thing comes up, you know, red restricted. I'm like, okay, cool. So I think she starts feeling comfortable, like, oh yeah, maybe we should leave. And the kids like, no, why are we leaving? I'm like, motherfucker, get the get on out of here, you know? It's rated move, move the fuck along. Yeah. So they leave, right? Okay, cool. Right. Movie starts. You know, a few minutes in, that fucking that same family comes back. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me, you know? So they sit behind me, and then the kid starts talking, and he starts talking. Granted, this ain't no Academy Award winning movie. I need to be paying attention, but. Still, it's annoying. Yeah, I haven't been to the movies in a long time, you know, in a while, and or by myself, you know, I just want to enjoy myself and, and just fucking watch a cool, you know, fucking movie. Fucking horror movie. He starts talking, starts talking. Then mom starts talking. I'm like, I turn around. Are you gonna do? Are you gonna talk to the whole movie? <laughs> I turn back around. The mom's like, What do you say? What do you say? So now they're all talking, you know, and then the, and they're, they're like, oh, they're just mumbling. I can't really hear. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, they say one more word. I'm fucking leaving. They said something over. I went to the fucking far back. I'm like, fuck this. I'm sitting in the back where I know nobody's behind me, right? Now the audio doesn't sound as well, but I'm like, fuck it, whatever. You know, so I'm stewing because I missed some parts. I'm like, fuck. So I sit there. I'm sitting in the back. I'm like, all right, cool. No one's behind me. I'm going to enjoy the movie. What happens a few fucking minutes later? They end up fucking leaving again. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, you mother. I wanted to. I, I, I literally wanted to just go, are you fucking kidding me? When they got up, like, they fucking just got up and left. So I like, do I go back into my seat again, and risk that they come back? So I'm like, Fuck. go sit in their seats. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, no shit, huh? And then when they come back, you go, yeah, sorry, the nope. seats taken. Yeah, <laughs> seats taken. So I should have like, um, so no, I like, you know what? Fuck it, no, 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 those are my seats. I'm gonna sit there. So I go back and then sit there. I'm like, all right, cool. They never came back. But goddamn, that was my experience just beforehand. I was like. You gotta be fucking shitting me, you know? Yeah, and you wonder why we don't go to the movies anymore. I know. And that's all I kept hearing is fucking Tony's voice and like, you know, like, you know his head floating away, like, oh, I never go through this. I never go through this. And what, and what, and but what happened? Your ass was in the theater. I was in the theater. Son of a bitch. 
so yeah, okay, so yeah, um, yeah, this fucking movie. I saw the trailers for it. Scary ass alligators floating around the basement. You know, fucking alligators, yo. Like not a not in a big ass beach in a big swamp in a lake. Not in the lake. You're in a confined space in the fucking basement, you know? Um, so the movie gets in some, and there's some parts where it's like, okay, I'll, I'll let it slide. I'm like, all right. There, and there's some parts it's like, uh, like, what is, uh, what's his face saying? Sin City, you're really pushing my buttons. I'm like, like, it's going to make it hard for me to defend, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm having a good time. Um, there's some, let's just say some of the injuries are, uh, taken uh, lightly. It's, uh, uh... It would be how would you say video game mm. kind of strength, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you could, uh, you know, when you watch, you know, you you watch a movie like as an adult, um, like when okay, say for example, like when Arnold would get cut up, shot up, whatever, he's still going. Never thought of nothing of it. I'm like, he's buff. He's got muscles. That shit helps. As a kid, that's my mentality. Now you're older, like, oh man, how the fuck do you survive that? You know, that motherfucker just did this to you. Like, come on, how, how does that happen? Right. Um, so they show, I'm like, and it would be impossible for the movie for them not to be injured at all, right? So she, she, they, they, and they, you know, credit to Crawl for actually give, trying to give a little story where they show the girl and her dad, Barry Pepper. She's, um, she's a swimmer. So like, oh, obviously this is going to come and play later on. You know, she's a swimmer. Uh, parents get divorced and, uh, she's mad at her dad for something. So we see her and her sister talking. She's like, you know what? I got to check on dad. You know, he hasn't picked up his phone. I got to make sure he's okay. She, she tries to head back and they're like, no, no, no. They're trying to push her back. Say, you can't go over there. It's just flooding. She knows the cop. The cop used to like her sister or whatever. So they have a little banter there. He's like, no, don't go. She's like, okay, I'll leave. Makes a U-turn, actually goes over there. So she goes over there, tries to find him. He was working in the basement. Motherfucker got bit by a goddamn alligator. So he's fucking stuck down there. And then, and then since the hurricane's going on, out, you know, above, I was going to say above, the basement, I guess, above like or like street level, you know, um, it's, it's it's the basement starting to flood. So not only do they have to beat the time of the water getting filled up, you know, they might drown. You gotta worry about an alligator. So we thought there was only one alligator. There's fucking two alligators floating around there. So you get that fucking nerve wrackingness or if like you're trying to swim and the alligator gets real close, about to bite you in the feet, you know, you get that shit. You get that confined. Did you guys ever see that movie Burning Burn Bright or Burn Bright with the the tiger stuck in the house? Was I the only one saw that? I make everyone see it. That, that sounds familiar. Tiger stuck in the yeah. house. Brianna, uh, Brianna, what, uh, yeah, look up. Uh, I think Brianna Evigen is in it. See if it, if you see the cover. I, I, um, tiger uh, trapped. I think that's in, where I got so the Google, Google tiger trapped in house movie. Burning bright, 2010. There you go, burning bright. Uh, yeah, that thank you, sounds Google. familiar. I was okay. I was gonna say I don't know if I if you guys had seen it. Or if I had just seen it, but I, I like that movie, so it gave me that vibe. Same with that shark. I did. We did see this. But you did see it. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure this was on the podcast. It might have been with a quote, a little tiger, maybe tiger. Remember? Um, and then uh, yeah, so it reminded me of that. And there was a there's a movie called to <laughs> do this again, Tony. Uh, uh, people stuck in a in a in a grocery store with sharks. Let's see if that comes up. I think the movie's called Bait. Um, but I want to see Google if it's two for two. Uh, how are you typing it? What are you? How are you wording it? People stuck in grocery people... store with sharks movie. There you go. First result. <laughs> I love it. Bait. Yes. Woohoo! All right, Google two for two. Yeah, and I don't know why I just kind of like that movie. So I guess you know, just change the animal, right? Simple yeah. formula, right? Yeah, yeah. This movie worked for me, man. Like I said, baby pepper. You know, love love berry pepper, and uh, he's playing her dad, and then he's trying to get out, and uh, it's just a real confined. You know, not a huge location. You know. 
if you guys like movies that are really confined and like a little you know certain it's not you know what i mean like certain tight like a house or like you know like what was tom hardy in the car right just him in that fucking car or ryan reynolds in the in the coffin um you know this one just takes place in the house uh their house and they're trying to avoid and uh it gets a little zany in some parts but you know i, I went in there to you know a bunch of cool you know it's a killer croc movie <laughs> and i got it and i enjoyed it so i, I buy it for a dollar so that for a dollar. You cynical motherfuckers might not like it, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so like I said, I, I wish if, I just if we, can, if we had seen it, I want to talk spoilers just to see. But uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So crawl and Spider Man for home. So we did see some shit. Oh, and then then Harley saw something too. I did. Um, I saw nine to five. Chris uh, wanted me to watch this. Nineteen um, eighty. Yeah, me me and Chris are big fans of um, fuck is a Netflix show with these two old broads, uh, Frank and Nash or something, or Grace Grace and Frankie. So it's a Netflix show. We like it. Um, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin uh, are in it, um, and they play like fucking octogenarians. Is that the right word? Octogenarians. And, uh, yeah, and then their husbands leave them because they come out of the closet as being gay. And so Grace and Frankie are left to uh, their own devices, so to speak. So it's a funny Netflix show. But the chemistry between the two actresses are really good. And Chris uh, was a big fan of this movie called 9 to 5, and it stars Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton. It's kind of like uh, the Three Musketeers of of office ladies. <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of like funny comedy with some social commentary from 1980. Uh, three female employees of a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot find a way to turn. I like them already. Right, right. So the, the actor is uh, Dabney Coleman. If you uh, IMDb him, you'd recognize his face, you know. And uh, he plays your, like, bad stereotypical, like, you know, the, the show reminds me of is, um, uh, uh, fuck, what's that drama show that takes place in, like, the 50s? The Uh-oh. Lost Harley. Fonzo? All right, it's just me. Adam, doesn't hear me. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. okay, so uh, it's it's like Mad Men, where like it's just constant sexual harassment. Like there's no, it's, it's just you just call girls broads and you tell them to come over and show them your tits. I mean, it's 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 like when the movie came out in 1980, it was commonplace for office office environments to be like that, right? And it's only now, from our perspective, 30 years later or 40 years later, excuse me, God, we're getting old. Uh, that we that we cringe at the idea, but back then it was commonplace. Well, this movie brings it to attention and says, "Hey, that's not cool." And but at the same time, it makes a comedy out of it. And some of the comedy falls flat, or it shows its age. It's from the eighty, you know, from the it feels very seventies. Um, but the charisma between the three actresses is so good it makes for an entertaining film that's it's uh fun it's you know it feels very 70s early 80s 
sort of that. Um, I'm trying to think of who is the director. It's it's rated R, so it's very. Oh no, it says PG. Wait it a minute. Very, How the fuck? How do you? It felt know. very like it felt very adultish when we were watching it. Like constant like sexual innuendos and you know. So, but they got away with a PG rail on fucking uh, MPAA, you know, shit. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's, um, we watched it when we went camping and, uh, we had a good time. So yeah, it gets a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Well, I sent you a video since you, uh, big, such a grace and Frankie, um, there was an SNL skit. Did you see this about that show? I did not. Oh, I wonder how long. Let's see. Play the first few seconds here. T- till you find it, Tony? The Game of Thrones tribute? Yeah. Thrones. Eight seasons. Oof. Can't believe it's coming to an end. It's like my favorite show ever. HBO. Here we go. Drops, no dragons, lots of wolves, blue zombies, armor clothes, super swords that extend out, prostitute houses, lots of wine, and a big ass wall. Never miss an episode. Yo, Pete. Yo. I didn't know you liked Game of Thrones. How come you never mentioned it before? Oh, yeah, I, I don't really like to talk about my personal life, man. I, I don't like that attention. Hmm. Okay. Never miss. Did you. What, what are we looking for here? No, no, well, if you keep playing it, he actually talks about Grace and Frankie. Oh, hey, what's up, man? Uh, Did you say your last name is Worm? Yeah, he's never seen the shark. Yeah, you know nothing, Pete Davidson. (laughs) I'm a penis. Look, Pete, you don't have to do a rap about Game of Thrones just because it's the most popular show in the world right now. So what are you saying? That if I'm going to do an epic rap song for the season finale, it should be about a TV show that I actually like? Oh, no, I don't think you should do a rap at all. I mean, nobody asked for that. Thanks, buddy. Grace and Frankie, Grace and Frankie, what? my favorite TV show is Mother Grace and Frankie. Why? Jay Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Munchin, Sam, what a son, that's right, son. It's a Netflix original, one of the first ones to be on for five seasons. Two sweet old ladies is the reason you'll thank me. I watch that show every day on the regular. You'll laugh, you cry, you better grab a hanky. That's what I'm talking about. Grace and Frankie. DJ What's funny is DJ Khaled show and uh, what better than Game of Thrones? Real quick, if you're not hit, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So if you listen to like Harley, you'll understand. You'll get all the references and everything because he talks about the show and everything. It's pretty right funny. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's two. I mean, it's two eighty-year-olds. Um, and when when obviously when they did the movie. They're actually pretty good-looking thirty-year-olds, you know, because they're fucking in their seventies now. So, <laughs> and then of course Dolly Parton with her infamous, you know, double E's or whatever the fuck they are. So, so you had a good time, is what you're saying? Always. Yeah, yeah we got to hurry up. All right, what do we got? What do we got? We got the runner-up, former champ, Angelina, chose a movie for us to review. I'll take it away. And guess who is directed by, y'all? I mean, uh, no, you guys don't remember. No. Come on, man. It's our favorite director's name to say. Come on. No. Oh, we're talking about the homework now? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, fucking ZEM Zemeckis. Thank right? you, son. <laughs> kidding me? Like, what? <laughs> Come on, oh, Tony. You knew that. No, I didn't. <laughs> 1994. This one, Best Picture? You guys remember? I don't know. I'd have to look it up. One six Oscars. Here we go. Let's see. 
winner for best picture. Didn't win best sound. Golden Globe for best director, best performance by an actor, best motion picture. Oh, here's the six that it won: best picture, best actor in leading role, best director, best writing screenplay based on a material previously produced or published, best film editing, best effects. We cleaned up, y'all. You remember what else came out in '94 that it competed against? No. You remember? It was a big year. Ninety-four. Ninety-four. I don't know. Google nineteen ninety-four Oscar nominees. Go for it, Tony. <laughs> Since you're on a roll. <laughs> it's like Harley's typing. Mm-hmm. Pulp Fiction. Shawshank Redemption. Check that shit out. Schindler's List. Now, after rewatching Forrest Gump, do you think it's still the best picture movie? Uh, certainly for a nomination. I don't know if I would uh, give it the best picture nomination was Forrest Gump, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, The Shawshank Redemption. Um, you know, you could easily have given it special... Uh, effects. Uh, it was also nominated for director. Uh, Tarantino, Pulp Fiction, Robert Redford, Quiz Show. Um, what else here? Art direction. No. You know, no, it was in art direction. Uh, it was nominated for uh, cinematography. Um Film editing. It was nominated for looking for like uh, sound effects editing, visual effects. Forrest Gump. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, looking back twenty plus year, twenty five years later, any of these, any of the three, I would say, hold up. In 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 the the annals of film history, Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction, or the Shawshank Redemption, I think the Shawshank Redemption is sort of, um, I mean, it's like a, it's number five on IMDb's top list, highest rated films of all time. You know, mm-hmm. it's essentially a perfect film. Uh, Pulp Fiction is sort of Tarantino at its best, um, and I don't think he's. It's hard. I, I would say Pulp Fiction is probably his his magnum opus. Uh, but Forrest Gump is also a, you know, we'll get into spoiler territory. I, I, I think it's a perfect film. I think it's an outstanding film. I think time has made fun of it, um, because Forrest Gump is slow and he, you know, what Tom Hanks brought to that role was, is almost comical because he's so simple. He's such a, um, you know, sort of character, but, I think when you saw that movie in the theater in 1994, your head was blown. You know, I mean, this is like one of those big epic biopic films that um, I, I think you watch it now, 25 years later, and and it's it's brilliant. I, I think it, I think it's a great film. 
Um, it depends on who you are. It, some people are obviously going to love Pulp Fiction and think it's one of the best films of all time. And um, if you're a Tarantino lover, I wouldn't blame it. And the Shawshank Redemption is also a brilliant film that holds up very well. So yeah. Tony's neither, so let's find out. Let's hear from Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah um i f- I think I've only seen this one other time wow yeah it was not it was not a repeat movie for me uh and i and I feel like the first time my take on it was I thought it was just slow and I didn't care for a lot of it um this time around it was it was a lot more enjoyable. I think I just, you know, uh, could understand more or could relate more to um, life. Whereas before, I yeah, wasn't wasn't cool enough. I, like the references to Watergate and little things like that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I watched it, I think, a week ago. So. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> um, we watched it a while ago, too. Yeah, uh, his his intelligence that's questioned constantly. Um, I like the quote, uh, you know, "Stupid is as stupid does," because it kind of works. I know it's like you're only as stupid as what you do, and he seemed to be doing smart things, so he seems to be a genius. Mm-mm. You know, right place at the right time type thing, but. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, use um, uh, what was uh, so he becomes a billionaire because uh, who invested all the money in Apple? Like it, it was. Uh, he got a letter. Remember, he said he got he visited some fruit company. He called it. Yeah, but it, I, what, it was, was his, it Gary Sinise's character who did it. It was Lieutenant Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like he didn't. He just got lucky. Right, he right. That's what I mean. Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. And they got lucky that they survived the, the whole movie is about luck. Yeah, exactly. The entire movie is about luck. They referred to I mean it starts off with a feather happening to land on him and he then yeah. what does he talk and then the next thing he mentions is life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. It's all luck. Yeah. You know, and the end and how does it end? Spoiler alert, <laughs> with a feather. It's like the whole yeah. fucking thing yeah. is just about luck. You know, he just that's what that's all it is. Making the or best karma because he's a pretty pretty good human being. So yeah, but it was he made the best with what he had. Um, but he also had a lot of luck and happened to be in a lot of historic, you know, in history by chance. Like, and if uh, I guess I guess that's a that's something you can bring up is the idea: is it karma or is it just that's how it happened? You know, is it just that he was lucky his entire life, or did life decide to reward him for being good at some point? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. It's a good question. Because um, I don't, I don't see that being in the movie itself. I don't see the movie as being as rewarding him for the good things he's done. He was just innocent. He was just innocent for his whole life, and yeah. just happened to have good fortune on him that's how i kind of saw it 
Which well, and it's not a bad thing. I mean, I was I was entertained by it. It just wasn't very meaningful at the end of it. Well, what is it? What I mean, ultimately, the movie is just kind of the story of his life up until that age, um, and we've seen that done before. You know, I, one of my one of my big Fincher films that gets always underlooked is is um, Curious Case Benjamin Button. And I always thought it's kind of like Forrest Gump, but backwards, you know, and the plot mm. twist is yeah. that he's, you That's know, true. but other than that, it's, it's a simple, it's a similar story. It's like the life and the times and Forrest Gump, it's almost like big fish. I mean, he's a fucking war veteran and then yeah. the shrimp boat captain becomes a billionaire and then he fucking runs across the country 10 times. And, you know, it's like, I Oh, mean, he, I remember, I remember what the, the, the important poignant point of the movie is. Hmm. He goes through all this shit, right? And mm-hmm. it's just, it's innocent. Like, he just happens, of, right? It's all luck. And he does go through shit. He goes through war and goes through all, you know, all of that. And all of it, and none of it mattered in the moment he found out he was a father. All he cares yeah, like it's interesting. He, they do a good job of writing that in. It's yeah. like, the, the re- second he realizes he's a father, it's like, that's his, that's his, one and only focus in life. Tony, right. are you trying to tell us something? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got you got a third turtle? <laughs> Congratulations. That's right. I had a lot of food today, so it's in the oven. <laughs> but uh the it just it was one of those a, a moment where I noticed that it the tone of the movie changed. Where the rest of it was just, hey, he's just, he's just along for the ride, and all of a sudden he's like, wait, what? Yeah. Is is he like me, or is is he better? You know, like he, he yeah. kind of had that realization, self awareness. Well, and obviously the the big reoccurring thing is he's motivated um, by Robert Wright's character. I mean, he is she his she's there from beginning. And he's there when she's gone, you know. Right. And obviously, they they spend a ton of apart, ton of time apart, um, and they do a good job of pointing. You know, it's funny we watch it with Mazzy, and of course the the abuse. Um, but, I, but we kind of pointed it yes. out when when she goes back to the house and starts throwing rocks at the house. She's so pissed off, and I said, Mazzy, do you understand why she's why she's throwing rocks at the house? She's like, yeah, because she just wants to throw out the, the she just wants to break the window. I'm like, no, she's she's mad that she has bad memories. And she goes, and I said, because her father abused her. And she's like, oh, that's why she always wanted to get away. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's like little hmm. kids watch a movie and yeah. they can, you know, they don't put two and two together. But um, it's subtle, I think, for the filmmaker back in you know, I think I feel like nowadays it'd be you know. I'd, it would literally be just slap you in the face, obvious, you know. And I think Semekis did a, a good job of kind of making it, keeping it PG thirteen for the most part, obviously, and um, you know, making it family friendly. But as an adult, we watch this and we go, "See, this is what happens when you fuck with kids, right? They grow up and they become fucking what's her name? What's the character's name?" Um, Jenny. Jenny, thank you. They become Jenny. 
you know, they end up dying of AIDS. I mean, they don't come out and say it, but it's kind of implied that she's she's HIV positive or something like that. You know, could have been I guess hep. But um, <clears throat> but anyways, I like those little little um, social commentaries. I guess I know I probably overuse that word, but um, yeah. I, I like I said, I, I think it's a perfect film um, for the most part. Um, I watched a little making of the special effects and um, there's a scene where they're in the apartment uh, with Lieutenant Dan. It's after obviously he's lost his legs and he's sitting on the floor and he rotates around and there is a, a like a, a, a table in the way of where his legs would be. Right. There's several really like subtle special effects where you watching this movie, and it, I think when I was a kid, I thought, "Oh man, this this actor doesn't have any legs. They just got an actor, you know, Gary Sinise." And then later on, I see Gary Sinise in a fucking Mars movie from later in the '90s, and I'm like, "Wait, it's like that motherfucker has legs." I don't get it. <laughs> so they literally did like CG this table in after principal photography to make it look more compelling that he didn't have legs. You know, it's it's little stuff like that. I think you're seeing the attention to detail yeah. that yeah. that Zemeckis did. Um, that in today's day and age, not only do they not need to because they have CG at, at, at their disposal, but you know, back in '94, there wasn't much. <laughs> I know? remember, yeah, I remember seeing one where like he's sitting in the boat and he's got to um, like swing his legs over the water, and they had just had a hole in the boat, you know, kind of like where the door would be. Mm. So it's realizing so that he has the big green socks up to over like over his knees. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. He just kind of moves his legs over, but then when you watch the movie, like you know, the pants were tight. Because I remember that, and I was a little too going. How the fuck they do that? <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did they? Yeah, dude. It was like you know, it was, it was great CG back then. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I end up being a little bit. I fall victim to the, um, uh, what's the word? You know, I, I I'm I'm. Uh, I like the movie even more because of uh, it's part of my childhood. It's part of my youth. Um, what's that? What's that word? I can't, I can't think of now. Um, sentimental, you know, it's that sentimental thing. This is, this is peak Harley influential. You know, I'm fucking 13 years old, 14 years old when this movie comes out. Um, you know, I seen it, I watch it couple times when i'm a little kid it's just it just is uh it's a brilliant film so Fonzo, you haven't said anything what did you think yeah i remember i um i think amy had was showing crew a while back just to see his take and see if he liked it i remember him liking it and uh enjoying some of the parts yeah you know it's like a it's a really just easy watch from the um, very beginning from as a kid being jenny being picked on as a kid and then I'm more impressive, like what kind of rocks those are, and then the kid getting pegged in the head for some CG. That, that, that just that sound alone, like, right? It's like, oh, it's, it's like it's so hard. I'm like, damn. Um, but yeah, it's like I said, it's easy watch, breeze, and then it's two hour twenty two minutes. But then you see like you know when the other characters he meets, like uh, Bubba and like uh, Lieutenant Dan. And all the all the quotes and and I mean Elvis and, and 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 just like all the presidents and then the I'm president. again yeah <laughs> and like it's no big deal you know and 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 he's just telling the story to people sitting next to him at a bus stop mm-hmm. you know 
Um, you know, he's wearing his little fancy suit and uh and Tom Cruise at at what at ninety four he had had he, he had he already done <coughs> Philadelphia? Bless you. Sorry, I didn't actually just cough, but appreciate oh, it. <laughs> Did, had he already done Philadelphia before this? Because I'm trying. Oh, because he... I'm trying to think of like once, like what started his like huge drama push where he was just like a serious actor and he wasn't doing comedies anymore. You know, 1993 I mean? Philadelphia. 93. Okay. Okay. So before. Okay. So he had already done that. Okay. And did he? Did he win an Oscar for that? Was he a back-to-back winner? Well, I don't know if he won for Forrest Gump. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I thought. Yeah, I thought I read said they did. Maybe I don't know. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> Appreciate it. Let's see. Won six Oscars. Oh, okay. Well, did it win for best, best actor in leading oh. role? Oh, okay. My, my, my apologies. But I'm saying I think he won for Philadelphia the year before. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up now. He's the first back to back. Thank you. I thought you liked this kind of sh- kind of stats. I do. I do. It's it, it is interesting <laughs> to me. Uh, Jonathan Demi film. Controversies released. Box office critical. Home media. Academy Awards, Tom Hanks, Best Actor. Yeah. So he's a so, back to back winner. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Very impressive, right? Yeah. 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 He just had a slew of just like straight up, you know, drama movies. And uh, yeah, he's, I mean, dude, he's convincing you know, the soldier. He's running, hauling ass, picking up soldiers, helping them out, you know. And then he's got the comedy chops already. We already know. So yeah, of course. He's got to be funny. He's funny. Um, yeah, it's really well shot. Like, the performance is all around. Um, I think did now I was gonna say did Gary Sinise win an Academy Award? Come I know on. he was nominated for Best Supporting. Yeah, because what's funny about him, he never did anything after that. <laughs> and if he did, he probably was just like small parts here and there. But yeah, yeah. it's it's enjoyable for a movie. I mean, it's just fun. I mean, it's you know, um, yeah. I think people just hate it because, like you said, they want. Shawshank, you know, two of one or Pulp Fiction. I mean, that's a tough year. Like all those movies to come out in that one year, that's an amazing year. Like think about like if you're a movie fan, you get to see all those movies that one year. That's pretty impressive. You know, it's just what it did for pop culture, right? The smiley face uh, when he's running with the mud, right? When he wipes his face off. Um, it's just so quotable. But I mean, so is Pulp Fiction is very quotable. So um, I just think more people um, – I mean, Pulp Fiction is the second movie. They, you know, if they hadn't seen Reservoir Dogs, if they weren't a big fan, you know. I mean, Pulp Fiction blew up too, though. I mean, I think a lot of people's career, I mean, especially Travolta blew up after that. Speaking of people that blew up after their movie, um, Travolta was starting everything after that. Um, his his career got resurrected. But, yeah, it's just fun. You know, he's seen the quotes, the way he says it. And um, Tom Hanks is just a national treasure. I mean, who doesn't love fucking Tom Hanks? He's fucking Woody for crying out loud. <laughs> You yeah. not like for he is a natural na- national hero. Yeah, I mean, Castaway, uh, not, not Castaway, the one where he's chasing Leo. He's fucking great in that. Mm-hmm. You know, I know he wrote the parody, but uh, people people love that fucking movie. You know, so um, yeah, man, it's a good time. I don't know if I can give it a Slater, but it's definitely it gets my dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'm right there with you. I'd buy that for a dollar. It absolutely gets a slider from me. That was a fucking movie. Now, do we start the, the challenge on this one, the betting, or no? On this one here. 
No, because no. we haven't. We didn't announce it. Right. They already. They already we submitted their. Oh, that's right. They've already made the call. Yeah. So right. 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 And I have this. to announce that I need to get a pen. Because <laughs> I don't have a fucking pen upstairs. So. Sorry, y'all. We it's we've been gone for a while. So, dude, it, like the second I got up to go get a pencil, the fucking power went out. <laughs> the power went out. Yeah, it, it, you know how like sometimes the power like goes off for a split second. Oh, it just like blips. Yeah, it blips. Well, and ironically, I have a battery backup on my computer, but I didn't have it plugged in. So, oh. <laughs> so I shut my fucking computer down. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I'm back. No, everything's good. Okay. And if the po- if the power blips again, I'll be fine because I plugged it into the battery backup. Cool. So you got the piece of paper with the points and everything. You're good to go. Starting new season. Yeah, I am. Well, that's not the start season. We started it with Magnificent Seven. Remember. No, I remember that, but I'm just saying if you had your score sheet, you the same one. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm good. I got it all here. Well, then without any further ado. This is Savage Scott, and it's time to play everyone's favorite guessing game. Who the fuck is Reggie? With your contestants, Angie from Fallbrook. My name is Angie. Reed from the NZ. Reed here. Art from Cali. Those are buddy art. And... Donaldo. This is Nalo. Good luck, everyone. Hello, hello. Right. Who's our first contestant? Um, so... I guess we don't need to read the... Okay. Last week... Some we had three calls, and I think they left. I'm gonna have to go through them. I should have. I should have listened to this. What's shit going before. on, bad boys? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope you guys had a fun, safe fourth. And Harley give it a dollar, and Fonzo gives it a waste of time. Forrest Gump. Um, there you go. Man. Uh, that's a tough one because uh, I know it's a good movie, but I'm not sure how much you guys like it. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that all three of you guys give it a later. So yeah, those are my picks. Whoa, that's an actual limb. That's what? That's an actual limb that he went out on. Like yeah, yeah, he did. He fell off. And he gets he gets one point. Yeah, but not more than that. <laughs> and I can't I, give I the points for the Salvadorian accent. I thought he was Honduran. Yeah, well, whatever. It's all the same. Okay. Right? It's all yeah. like sort of a version of Mexican. Right. They're all Mexicans. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man. I yeah, Harley hates them equally. Like, <laughs> every single last one of them. Well, thank you, D. Thanks for calling in. Or whenever you called in. <laughs> all right. Unfortunately, you only got one point. It was a tough one, but we appreciate it. Hey there, little pilgrim. It's your homeboy. Coming in hot. I like to sound. Going to go on to my best friend, Fonzo, and I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. I'm going to go on to MCP. 
I'm that think he likes a movie like this with us masculine men. I'm going to say he gave it a waste of time. For bonus points, I'm going to say that fucking Ray Wilson gave this a dollar. So there goes the picks. I like to wager the Naldos, the Honduran, or Costa Rica, whatever the hell he is, not American like me, John Wayne. I'm going to say that little pilgrim, he gave, I mean, he's going to let me borrow three points. I'm going to wager his three points was mine. Very nice of him. But anyways, this session taking too goddamn long. I'm going to giddy up here. You guys have a great show. Okay, so he did not um, give picks for both. That was Magnificent Seven, right? That was Magnificent Seven, yeah. Okay, so that was just a fun Hola! I went ahead and I picked Forrest Gump for the extra credit. And I went ahead and did that because uh, at first I was going to pick Friday and then somebody told me that um, MCP don't like that movie. And I was like, uh oh. Wouldn't that help? You get the points? You would think. Right? So you would keep the movie? Uh uh. We are not yeah. going to make my baby doll have to watch a movie he don't like. Ain't going to happen. Not today. I appreciate it. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to say my picks for the extra credit. I'm going to say Harley's going to give it a slate up because he likes all that uh, historical stuff that goes on in the movie. Alfonso's going to give it a dollar and Tony's going to give it a dollar. Hopefully. Wait, was this, was this Forrest Gump or Magnificent Seven? Forrest Gump. That was Forrest Gump. Yep. you got to be fucking kidding me. She just got five points. Booyah. <laughs> Um, anyway, I'm excited to hear Reed on the show, even though, you know, kind of let you in, honey. I kind of let you in. Anyway, all you <laughs> watch out. I'm going to try this time kick everybody's asses. And uh, I can't wait to try out. And I am a gambler. You best believe I'm a gambler. So it's going to happen. So get ready. She Put y'all bitches on notice. So anyway, wait, um, I, I, I have to. Guys. Do you have to what? Uh, mind blown a little bit here. Okay, so uh, she came out of the fences with Magnificent Seven, scored three points, uh, took the lead from the other three gentlemen. Kind of a buy because everybody got my point, you know. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. She just nailed my Slater and your two dollars, right? Yep. Yep. And then she got a point for the accent mm-hmm. and the bonus point. <sighs> Donaldo has three points in total, and she has eight so far. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, she said she won't fucking run this season. Apparently not. And right on the fucking button, dude. Right on the money. Comes out swinging. Mm-hmm. And contacting. for the. I mean, she just, she's like, yeah. <laughs> I can't, you can't fuck with her. She just, oh. The champ for a reason. She was former champ. You know, two-time champ, right? Jesus Christ. All right. Let's, let's see if Art and Reed has anything. Now, Reed's the champ right now. Well, Art didn't call in for his uh, second one, right? Well, I've got I've got more calls. Oh, okay. Oh. Have a good week. Have a good show, Reed. Love you, babe. Uh, here's number four. Well, uh, oh, hey, brother there, bad boys. Oh, this is your bad boy, Elvis. 
Oh, Elvis, huh? Oh, hey, uh, I just wanted to know uh, of the five actors who they've listed for playing my part in the Elvis bio, uh, who do y'all think that would make the best Elvis? Anyways, uh... Is, is that a, that's a question for the for the cast, right? Yeah, and that's kind of his mo. He always likes to ask questions. So let's listen to the rest of his call, and then we'll answer. All right. Oh, obviously, uh, I'm in Forrest Gump, so uh, <laughs> I, I get to talk about it a wee bit. Um, I think that. Uh, well, Harley, he he enjoyed this film when it came out, and uh, he'll have some issues with it now. But uh, I think he'll still give it a dollar. And uh, my my man Tony, well, he likes Forrest Gump, but he, still love he hates everything else. <laughs> so uh, he'll give this a low dollar. And... Uh, well, the main bad boy Fonzo, well, uh, he's he's gonna give this film a high dollar. And uh y'all boys don't go breaking my heart because well I like this film and uh it says to me a lot about America. So uh you know don't be cruel. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Yeah, see, it, it, it picked up better towards the end there. So he doesn't get my dollar or my Slater, uh, but he did get your guys' dollar, right? I, Correct. Yeah. Now, Tony, would you give it? Did Did you say you gave it a low dollar or just nope. a dollar? I just said a dollar. Okay, so he gets a dollar. He gets two points plus the accent, so three points. Okay. Not too shabby. Not All a right. bad accent. Uh-huh. All right, one more. Hey, what's up, bad boys? at home with Artie. Artie Gump calling with this week's picks. Picked by Angelina. She picked my little movie, Forrest Gump. So here we go. Back <laughs> in the day, this must have been a certified Slater. I'm not a smart man, but I know a lot of guys like this movie back in the day. So here we go. I'm going to say MCP hated Forrest, Forrest Gump, even though me and Forrest and fucking Tony MCP, whatever his name is, have something in common. Like to run. I know he did that dumb race where he had ran and he go, run, Tony, run. So I'm going to say he gave it a dollar, though. I'm going off to Harley Harley Martin. That boy sure likes some chicken. He's like fried chicken, fucking filet chicken, chicken salad, freaking, what else? He's like orange chicken. He loves, chicken. He loves yeah. him some chicken. I'm going to say Harley. I'm going to say the high, high dollar for Harley Martin. And my boy Fonzo. Who is having all the fun down there at Comic Con? He he gonna get us later. I'm gonna say I'm gonna high dollar. I'm gonna high dollar. So that's all I gotta say about that. You guys have a good show. Love it. Can hear about way to hear about Comic Con and this horrible Forrest Gump impersonation. Bad boys survive. How do you like that, huh? Really well done. It's pretty good. Um Three points, so he also has five points. It's early in the season, Harley. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's so much, uh, so much 
time left. Um, did we not have a call for D, or did I miss? He guessed. He guessed it within his call. Within the first. Yeah, that oh, was that's the first right. One. That's right. And he only got the one point. That's one right. Point. So, so D only has three points. So Angie strong lead at eight, Reed mm-hmm. and Art at five, and D at three. That's how you do it, fam. Hello, way to start. That's right. How about how about next week? What are, what are they? Uh, are they are they going to gamble? Are they not? What, depending Ooh, on what we assign. Yeah. So let's let's uh, let's make one of the movies a gambling movie. All right. Um, do, we have a, do we have a sounder to play when we when you say next week's a gamble? Is there a gambling man song? Somebody sing a song called the Gambler, right? It's got to be right. Uh, gambling man. Uh, oh, it seems like it's a Kenny Rogers song or something. Gambling man, Lonnie Donegan. There you go. So, what am I playing? Kenny Rogers? What? Dan Veen's gambling addict? No, the, the gambler. Let's, let's play it when we pick it. Oh, okay. Because right now we haven't even picked the movies. Okay. So, we need to pick the movie. And then we need to clarify. I think Art is confused on the game. He, he's, he's, like he's trying to like other gamble people's? somebody else's points. Yeah. yeah. Let's hit the record straight, Harley. So the, the, the game is you can gamble your own points for uh, you have to get all three picks right. So um, and then you can gamble your own points. Points. So, so Art, next week we're going to pick a movie, and one of them is going to be the gambling movie. And now you have five points you can gamble with. So they, the guys and the gal, they need to know how many points they have. So, again, Angie's got eight. Reed and Art have five. D has three. So you can gamble all or nothing of your points. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want... If you don't say anything or you forget that you can gamble on the movie, then you'll be scored like typical, like accordingly, you know, normal. You get one point for correct. You know, you get a bonus point if you get all three right. Um, You can double down on Slater's. All that just stays the same. But you can gamble any or all of your points. Uh, But you have to get all three right. I think that's pretty clear, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Does that yeah, absolutely. Okay. Sweet. If they don't remember, they can go back and listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what did what are we going to choose? I have the homework, right? Correct. Shazam! Shazam. All right. And I have extra credit, is that right? Correct. That's how it normally works. Bazinga! You weren't prepared, were you? No. I took you an hour to find a pen, and now you gotta guess because it's gonna take you two hours? Um. Shit. 
give me. Uh... All right, you get you think about Tony can talk about his weekend while you're doing that. Oh man, that's gonna be real quick. Okay, <laughs> and do shit. There you go. Beautiful. <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm running out of time. All right. All right. Well, I went to Comic-Con, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah we'll right. talk about that. Yeah, I went on Friday and Saturday. And, uh, yeah, man, had a good time, you know. I uh, I had one – I'm going to make a YouTube video about it. I'm going to edit it later. And uh, But, yeah, there's one thing I wanted on mission to get this NECA action figure. I made a uh, John Connor action figure from Terminator 2. And speaking of Edward Furlong, he's in the new Terminator movie. Uh, that's what I heard, and then announced. I saw a picture of him, and he does not look well. Yeah, it was announced that. Um, did you see that Yahoo article? Is that we talked about? The one that talked about his yeah his drug problems and stuff. Okay. If it was that same picture, it's from my buddy Brendan's YouTube video where he interviewed him. Convention mm. <laughs> in Vegas. Um, but yeah, he. Um, I don't know how big a part he has, but apparently he's in it. So. It's kind of neat, but uh, yeah. So I, I um, long lines. Everyone around me was was trying to get some kind of Ninja Turtle toy, and uh, oh, and um, yeah. So when I was in line, that one had sold out, and it so like the line got smaller. And the guy behind me, shout out to Bryce from Anchorage, Alaska. This guy came all the way down there for Comic Con, and he just wanted some Shredder toy. And uh, by the time I was lined up against the wall. And they moved my lineup to where I can go up to like the actual their, their booth. He was walking away, and I'm like, "Dude, yo, where are you going?" He's like, "I didn't get, it, man. I'm just have to try tomorrow. It's sold out." I'm like, "Fuck, that's some bullshit. You don't even know if you're gonna get one. You're waiting that whole time, you know." Um, but lucky for me, I was able to score one. And uh, later on the the next day, um, my buddy had read something on Twitter, so he signed up and he signed me up via my email. Next thing I know, we're in the line to get some food. And I get a text saying, hey, come down to the entertainment booth and uh, meet Billy T. Williams. And the Clarissa himself. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit, dude, I got to go. And he's like, and he's, he's still hungry, trying to worry about eating food. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about the food. I'm leaving it right there. I got to go. And he's like, oh, okay, let's go. He's like, so we're walking down there. He's like, this mother, I can't believe you. I put your name and you won. And he's kept saying it over and over again. I'm like, all right, pal, what are you jealous? Like, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Like, uh, um, so yeah, I had to buy um, some of these geeky tiki's they're called, and say like, one of them was Lando. It was like uh, I'd, he would sign, he would assign your like uh, badge and your program for free. But it's like, well, what's the fun in that? You know, if I'm gonna actually get a signature, it should be on something cool. So he signed on the box, and um, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's fucking Lando. It, I, I I remember him from as Harvey Dent from Batman '89. You know, yeah, that's right, that's right. So I even talked to him. I even said that I'm like, you know what? Like people probably talk to you about Star Wars all the time, but I want to talk about your role as Harvey Dent, where you say the line, um, uh, "Oh, Commissioner, we got we got uh, less things. We got we got more things to worry about than worrying about ghosts, and ghosts, goblins." And goblins. I yeah, told him, yeah. I go, I, I go, I don't know why, sir, but I love the way you recite that line. That's like my favorite line. He's like, "Is that?" He goes, "That's so." But yeah, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. He's like, it's the delivery. I just really always enjoyed that. I've all, I, you know, I just, he goes, I said, well, thank you. Like he's, <laughs> he's probably still shocked that somebody else asked him a, a non-Star Wars question. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. And then, uh, you know, I just walked around the exhibit floor. Um, there was just like a, take a picture with Godzilla with a green screen. It had some effects and uh, it was actual, uh, it was the actual Godzilla costume worn and for the Godzilla 2000 movie. So, that was pretty neat. They had little, they had little miniatures from the movies too. 
Um, so that was fun. And, um, yeah, man, you know, just, it's, you know, it's only two days, but I didn't get to do any of the outside stuff, unfortunately. But I was still, it was a little too warm. So, yeah, I just, you know, had another, had fun. So, a couple more events coming up too. So, pretty busy. Shout out to Tony for helping me out in the pinch too, man. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> and shout out to AT&T for having good cell service. Yeah, man. <laughs> Like you said, I, I forgot to text you back saying I got it. So I was like, oh, shit, I didn't realize. You know, I should have texted you and said I got it. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, I, I figured, you know, if he didn't say anything. But at the same time, I was like, what if he's just waiting for it? Sir, let me check. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you got it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. no problem. Um, yeah, we were we were shopping. We were, we were in the middle of the grocery store. Oh. And so I was just like. Perfect. Let me get you off the phone. Let me get you the money now. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me so she's like, do we need this? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I just see I'm, I'm busy here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, then I went to the trauma panel with uh, Lloyd Kaufman. They've been around for 40 years. Jesus. Talk about an independent movie company. It's 40 years. And, That's uh, crazy. Yeah. They have a channel, a YouTube channel where you can watch free movies. You know, they promote their free movies. And, and Dolph Ziggler, the wrestler, was in that panel. I go, how, how'd you get it? How are you involved with Troma? He goes, I'm just a fan. I'm like, oh, no shit. I was like, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> you, know, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta smooth him first. You gotta talk to him for a little bit, you know? And then when you're done talking, I'm like, oh, can I get a picture? And then boom, you know? But he was cool, man. He was, uh, I, I go, hey, do you do any comedy shows while you're down here? He's like, no. He's like, but, uh, you know, uh, they let, you know, WD let me come out here. You know, they've been very lean. He's been wrestling for like 14 years, he said. So, wow. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he gets, he gets like a little cool perk where he can, you know, come in work here and there and, uh, be gone for a few weeks. But, um, uh, yeah, he was cool to talk to, man. And after the panel was over, they were outside talking, everybody was talking. And, um, yeah, it, it was just chill. It was cool as fuck. It's just a cool little, like, it was like the panel, it, it was at, uh, eight o- nine o'clock. The panel was at nine, I think. So the, so the convention's closed. Everyone's gone already. So it was kind of neat. It was kind of like mm. uh, they had the masquerade ball going at that night, but uh, it was still like a ghost town because there was only a few people there. Um, but yeah, it was pretty neat. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How many class? years in a row has this been? For what? Uh, for Comic Con. Yeah. There was one. There was one year where I'm looking at my picture. I remember I was doing just nothing but outside stuff, so I didn't get a badge then. Uh, but yeah, like I always like to go. So I want to say I started in '04, I think. I don't know. I feel like you've gone like pretty much every year we've been doing this goddamn podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, I for sure. I think. I know, Tony. You've you went quite a few years too. Yeah, yeah. He retired. He hung up his uh, New Jersey. Yeah, uh, he retired. Out too of much. Game. I'd, I'd like we were even thinking about like oh well let's just go down there and people pick watch Pokemon. and do you have exactly just pick a spot yeah. Pokemon people watch you know just have people and we just like nope it's too hot it's too much traffic and we're like yeah we're old grumps fuck it we went home and just picked out on food <laughs> so that's not a good time to me so yeah it's all good so Harley you find something yeah I do I'm gonna I'm gonna go 1995 since the last one was for 1994, hmm. and maybe this would be a good one for the gambling. I don't know. Um, I, I know we talked. I know we reviewed this movie several years ago, um, but it's also um, the director is 
one of his most famous celebrated films. So I'm going to go David Fincher's Seven. <laughs> A proper villainous um, uh, what's his name? <laughs> oh boy. I mean, ironically, we had no idea. But <laughs> I can't even. I can't even say his fucking name now. Kevin Spacey. Didn't he Kevin Spacey. Did you get acquitted recently? Didn't he just what? He yeah, just yeah, he did get off. Son of a bitch got off. Oh, that's a wrong choice of words. Son of a bitch. Um. Yeah. No shit. Um. Sorry. Um. <laughs> it just goes to show in the states, man. You can buy your. You can buy your way out of jail. Yeah. All day long, every day. So. So yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven. So now the gambling is only for the homework next credit. Card. It could be either one. We have to pick. Oh, either one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you picked. I picked seven, and Shazam is the homework. So what is it gonna be, fellas? Do we make seven the extra points or Shazam, or do we want to skip it and not do it at all? I guess this is kind of like true. Boring. We could. It's up to us. It's it's the what's the lowest points right now? Uh, D's three, three. So we so at least they have three points to gamble with. Yeah. Um. I, right, right. Just give them something. Yeah. Uh, make it Shazam. Give them something, Joe. Just so they could get a feel for it. You know, gamble one point. Yeah. It's 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 early. You know, it's it's really early. Yeah. Um. Oh, you heard her though. She's a gambler though. You heard her. Shit. Right, which might call them shots. Uh huh. <laughs> hey, when you you can call them shots when you get them five points like that. She, she, yeah. But the more points you have, the more you're yeah. tempted to spend. So. Well, that's the thing. She could she could potentially double. She go to eight points, or she could fuck it up and and and. I mean, she could go to sixteen or fuck it up and lose it all. This, this could this could be her what breaks her. That's a very good point, though. She might get a little, yeah. or she, she, or she might just ruin the game. <laughs> yeah, I would say let, make it Shazam, just because it's new. Yeah, I'm sure I'm done. Right. So, how was your weekend, Harley? Mine was good. You know, mine mine was um, kind of long because we went camping last week. Um, this was the longest uh, trip. We went camping. This was, we went four days. So, um, six days in total. Cause, um, two days are basically driving. It's, it was, a, uh, I think it was 300 miles away and <clears throat> pulling the, pulling the, uh, the apartment on wheels is a slow go. So, you know, uh, when people are going 80, I'm going about 50. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> So we went up to Bend, which is up in uh, eastern southern Oregon, and uh, there's a river called the Deschutes, uh, and it's this real um, wide, kind of slowly um, uh, river that runs through central Oregon, and uh, it goes through this town called Bend, B-E-N-D, Oregon, and Bend, uh, Oregon is an incredibly conservative like almost like hillbilly-esque state, like a lot of Trump fans, like a lot of chicken fuckers up in Bend, or not, excuse me, not Bend, a lot of chicken fuckers up in Oregon. Like it's white trash capital 
of the country. <clears throat> it's really quite sad because it's a beautiful state. Like there is some just amazing, if you like trees, uh, parts of Oregon. The coast is beautiful, Pacific Northwest coast up in Oregon. Uh, if you go east, you run into um, the, you know, a lot of high desert. Bend is considered high desert, but it's also um, surrounded by gigantic national forests and just, just just stunning, just absolutely beautiful. But like I said, it's very conservative. You drive through these towns and it's like you almost see the signs like Confederate flags and the go back to your home shit. I mean, I know that's the funny joke now, but it's not funny, but it's 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 the thing now. Um, so it's, 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 it's uncomfortable driving through Oregon because it's so sort of scary, you know, it's like driving through the South kind of thing, you know, but in the middle of the state is Bend, Oregon. And it is this like weird, progressive, like borderline, I think, I think maybe a bunch of hippies stayed and then had kids and then those kids kind of became like yuppies um, but it's like, it's a really expensive town. Like, I mean, million, million dollar estates along the river. Um, like downtown Ben is, is very sort of hoity toity, which is so weird because this fucking city, you know, is, I'm trying, I would, I'm trying to parallel it to a city down South population wise, but you know, um, it's, it, you know, it'd be like, uh, it's like the size of uh, Ramona or something like that, or Fallbrook or something like that, hmm. population-wise. Yeah. But it's in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's nothing but super, like, nice, progressive, liberal, like, reasonable adults, you know, in the <laughs> middle of this fucking weird state that is nothing but Trump. Like, five miles north, five miles south, it's, it's absolutely Hickville. Uh, but in Bend is this really cool, cool town. So we went camping again in a, you know, a two bedroom apartment, basically, um, about, uh, 20 miles outside of Bend. So what was nice was two of the days we just drove into Bend. You know, obviously that's the nice thing about a trailer is you unhook, you set up shop and then you lock it up and then you go into town. So, um, so while we went camping, we also went and visited the city and walked down downtown Penn and went to the thrift stores. You know, here's here's a life pro tip: <clears throat> go to thrift stores in really rich neighborhoods because rich honkies give really nice shit away to thrift stores. Like we bought Mazzy three pairs of shoes; they're like brand new. Like Nike Airs and shit for like $12 a piece. Brand new shoes, right? We bought her a bunch of clothes and shit, pennies on the dollar, brand new stuff, name brands. Like you go into like the electronics department and it's like home entertainment centers for $25. I mean, it, it's hard for me not to buy a bunch of shit at thrift stores, but the truth is I just don't need anything nowadays. So, you know, I just buy a couple of cables or something, this or that, you know, but. Fucking thrift stores in rich neighborhoods. Life pro tip. So, so that was cool. Uh, went camping. It was amazing. Um, you know, like I've kind of talked about the podcast. It's nice because you have all the creature comforts of home. You're not camping per se, you know. Aren't you glamping? Uh, that's called? Yeah, glamping. Yeah, gl you know, glorified camping. But 
Um, there's no tents. Um, the temperature was nice, so we didn't have to run a heater or the air conditioner or anything like that. It was nice and warm. Temperature was perfect. Um, did some some day walks, some hiking, a little bit of hiking. Um, uh, what else? Nothing, nothing crazy eventful. Trip back went smoothly. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that was basically it. Um, uh, we forgot to bring our kayaks. We have inflatable kayaks. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring them, but we did bring uh, like the little inner tubes that you play at the, the lake with or the beach kind of thing, you know, that's like floaties. And uh, because the because the river is such, it's not really like white water or anything. You can kind of walk upstream and float down the river. So we did that. So that was fun. That was cool. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. So, um, in fact, there's like, there's, I guess, a big section that's like six miles that you can just float down the river, just chilling in this beautiful, it's, it's, it's absolutely aesthetic. It's, it's, um, yeah. And then have all the creature comforts of home, you know, refrigerator, you know, we cooked on a stove. Uh, oh, and then, um, Chris is, Chris has some friends that live in outside of Bend. Mm. We visited them last year. Um, and they just had a, a son a year ago. And, uh, so they, and they just bought a house. So we went and had dinner at their house and then they came to the campsite the next day and hung out with us and had barbecue while we barbecued. So that was really cool. So we also got our little socialization in cause that was cool. So, um, yeah, look forward to doing more RVing. Um, the truck is kind of a beast, so it's it's uh, it's constantly you're you're constantly afraid that the car is going to break down. But it made it, it got us there, it got us there and back. That's all that matters. Got eight miles to the gallon the whole trip. We spent well, like three <laughs> three hundred dollars in gas oh, or something. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. Damn. So, um, and then and then the funny thing, this is this is me in a nutshell. I am like obsessed with finding the cheapest shit, and. Uh, 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 I'm on Craigslist all the time, right? And because our community, our county is so small, you can basically just go on Craigslist and search for nothing, just everything that's posted. And you can go every couple days and just see everything on Craigslist that's for sale. You know, it's not like a big city where, you know, every couple hours, it's just, you know, there's just infinitely amount of stuff for sale. No, it's, you know, there's like 10 things that get added every week to Craigslist. So every couple of days I go on Craigslist. So there's this little old lady up in Wairika, which is about 30 miles from here. And she's, she's selling some wine barrels mm-hmm. and we use wine barrels for uh, planting uh, for flowers or vegetables. And, and uh, so we went up to, uh, to Wairika and scored some wine barrels for cheap. But I've also been, uh, I, I've needed a cheap laptop for, um, for my DJing. Uh, I'm using my dad's old laptop and it's a piece of shit. Hmm. And so thanks a lot, pops. And, uh, uh, so I needed something newer. Anything would have been fine. And so sure enough, what do I stumble on Craigslist? A cheap ass laptop for 20 bucks. So I look it up and it's like, it's a relatively new computer with modern, you know, uh, processors and shit and enough Ram and all that good stuff. 
So we meet this crazy crackhead in McDonald's parking lot. This is the thing. Uh-oh. You can get killer deals on Craigslist, but you you got to dance with some crackhead motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get this crackhead meth lady, right? She she She's probably 45 years old, but she looks like she's 65 years old because the bag's under her eyes. She's got all the bad tattoos. It's probably stolen. I'm sure the laptop was stolen, right? She says it it uh it worked fine then she had her her friend like reinstall windows but some hold on a second yeah oh okay i'm sorry got scolded for being too loud <laughs> oh that wasn't the craigslist people no of course so um you know she's got some weird story about how the computer worked and then it doesn't and blah 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 so i'm kind of gambling but for 20 bucks you know what the fuck but uh, it just needed a hard drive. The hard drive was bad on it. So mm. I, put, I had a bunch of hard drives. And I even had an SSD laying around. So I threw it in there, put in Windows, and it works perfect. So, um, But, uh, yeah, it's funny. Like, you can get some, some crazy deals, but you have to – you got to visit – you got to meet some pretty scary people. <laughs> so. You want someone answering the door wheeling a chainsaw? Well, that's the thing. You you just you meet them in parking lots. Right. You don't you don't meet yeah. them at home. You don't. Yeah. You know. I mean, ironically, this lady was like, "Yeah, uh, uh, I'm trying to get to Oregon, but I kind of ran out of money, you know. So I'm I'm trying to you know just sell whatever I got, kind of thing." And I was like, "Yeah, right on." And it's like the whole time she's kind of talking to me, like she's slowly getting it out of her car. You know, you can tell she's living out of her car. And I'm like, "Can you just give me the fucking laptop and we get the fuck out of here?" <laughs> 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 makes you uncomfortable right i bet yeah so uh well good thing you're still alive i did not i did not get killed by the the meth head you did not I, who guess where she was going where to oregon <laughs> i'm telling you man oregon fucking uh, fucked up place you know what else is fucked up we never did our intro <laughs> your fucking internet went out but we can rectify right. that with the outro you're right we can't but you had been listening to your favorite Bad Boys on the Bad Boys podcast where we randomly ranted on all things movies. I was your host, and I have been your host tonight, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Thanks for joining us. That's your Thank you for we ride together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know <laughs> We ride together. We die together. MCP, bad boys for life. Nice, see? He said his name in. <laughs>